Hello, this is Mike from Dark Days Radio, and you're listening to A Secret Frequency on The Denisovans. Tonight you'll be regaled with stories, both fact and theoretical, and treated to a plethora of ideas for your horror games. Special thanks to Chris for finding this topic in a recent science journal. This episode includes content dealing with scientific research and new anthropological discoveries, so there really isn't any reason to skip this one. However, I should note that a quick YouTube search reveals that this scientific discovery has been co-opted by some nutjobs, so just be careful where you get your information. Now, on to the main topic. Evolution is still shrouded in mystery. While the leaves of the phylogenetic tree are obvious, there are missing twigs and branches. Even stranger still are when links seem to branch off and then link back up with the main limb. With us, the Homo sapiens, it is theorized by the Neanderthal Genome Project that we interbred with the Homo sapiens Neanderthalensis. Even more recently, there is evidence that Homo sapiens interbred with another contemporary subspecies, Denisova hominins. More commonly known as the Denisovans, this subspecies was first stumbled upon by a paleontologist in the South Siberian Altai Mountains. The Denisova cave contained countless Neanderthal remnants and artifacts, but some of the oldest bones they uncovered seemed odd. The shape was wrong. A finger bone was shipped to the lab, and DNA testing indicated that it wasn't a Neanderthal at all. Even more strangely, the certain sequences uh, were found to be most common not in the local Turkic populations, but with modern-day people in Papua New Guinea. But a single finger bone cannot prove the previous existence of an extinct subspecies. Thus, passionate paleontologists and paleoanthropologists kept looking. In the Denisova cave, several skull fragments were discovered that were clearly not Neanderthal, indicating a stockier, squatter frame. Research at Brown University also found that the Denisovan DNA commonly had the EPAS-1 gene, which enabled them to thrive in low-oxygen environments. EPAS-1 is found throughout the world, but it's commonly found in modern Tibetan populations, and is theorized to come from local interbreeding with Denisovans some 43,000 years ago. With this knowledge, the Denisovan search expanded to Tibet, where thousands of stone tools were uncovered in the 40,000 to 30,000 BCE timeframe, tools that could have been created by Homo sapiens or the Denisovans. In 2019, a strange jawbone with overly large teeth was discovered in Sangku, Tibet. Protein was extracted, matching the other Denisovan remains, but carbon dating indicated the jawbone was 160,000 years old. While hard to believe, sediments in the karst cave where the jawbone was found were collected, and found to contain similar protein deposited over a 55,000 year span. Further research indicates that the Denisovans had tools and built fires contemporary to Homo sapiens. One researcher even claims they made jewelry, bone beads, marble rings, and ivory buttons. Another researcher claims to have found Denisovan art, a cave painting of human-like beings hunting a pig, 
but at 44,000 years old, there are many subspecies who could have created this. Research into the Denisovans is still ongoing, but each new discovery seems to open up more questions. Did humans, Neanderthals, and Denisovans all walk the Earth simultaneously? The answer appears to be yes. Were the Denisovans more technologically advanced than Homo sapiens? Unknown. But researchers theorize that the Denisovans migrated as far as Papua New Guinea on their own, which means that even during the Ice Age, they would have needed to construct boats to get there. How were Denisovans able to survive in such harsh climates and spread so widely? Unknown. But there is a possibility that stout stature and tough build allowed them to hunt beasts that other subspecies could not. Their ability to survive at low oxygen altitudes also gave them an advantage. Now, how do we use the idea of Denisovans in our horror role-playing games? Well, first off, you need to be a little careful. Whenever you discuss evolutionary theory with humans, subspecies, and interbreeding, uh, there's a chance that someone will take the angle of negative eugenics or a fascist race theory. Don't do that. The first game I want to discuss is Earth Dawn. The idea of the Denisovans, Neanderthals, and Homo sapiens living together in a prehistoric age plays right into this role-playing game's setting. For those that aren't familiar, Earth Dawn is set in the Fourth World, a time of magic, after the various sentient species called the Namegivers have hidden in underground vaults to survive the cataclysmic reign of the horrors. The Namegivers, which are the same as the Metatypes in Shadowrun in 1879, are genetically similar, and as magic wanes in the world over millennia, the Namegivers will slowly all become human. That is, of course, until Shadowrun's awakening of the Sixth World. Research into the uh, Denisovans, therefore, can provide a rich number of ideas for Earth Dawn, Shadowrun, in 1879. In Shadowrun, you can mirror the real-world anthropological research. Perhaps the researchers have found the remains of giant trolls or stone obsidian in a Caucasus cave. Due to the fluidity of species and magic in this world, perhaps the researchers at a megacorporation will use these remains to experiment on people to try to recreate forgotten name-givers. This exact uh, idea could also be easily used in Deviant the Created. A conspiracy might try to splice lost DNA from Neanderthals or Denisovans onto an unsuspecting deviant. Maybe it'll work. Or maybe their body will find a new strength and resilience combined with an immunorejection of itself. In Earth Dawn, there's nothing stopping you from using Denisovans and Neanderthals alongside the other namegivers. More than just player options, using these subspecies in your game can provide an interesting reflection to how humans diverged while hidden for centuries from the horrors, or how they might have been changed by the uh, horrors' mutating effects. I think we can also use Denisovans in Call of Cthulhu without being racist. Due to their proclivity for mountainous environments, it is possible that millennia ago, a tribe of Denisovans became lost in the Plateau of Lang. In the original Lovecraft works, the Plateau of Lang was located in either Central Asia, the Dreamlands, or Antarctica, and is inhabited by the High Priest not to be described, and his ancient monastery covered with frescoes that induce delirium when read. 
while this harsh environment is impossible for humans to survive in, uh, perhaps the Denisovans thrive. They hunt and war against the High Priest's cannibal cult, they have strange relations with the enslaved men of Lang, and when investigators encounter them in dreams or through a portal, these giant hominins will incite fear and wonder. Perhaps a cult might spring up, worshipping their hunter ways, seeking to emulate not just their violence, but also their otherworldly art. There are conspiracy theorists and pseudo-historians out there linking the Denisovans to Atlantis, so I guess we can take some liberties with Mage the Awakening. What's to stop there from having been other subspecies who had been part of this uh, utopic realm before the cage closed and the fallen world was created? Perhaps they are still out there, free from the reign of the Exarchs. Maybe they have grown and evolved while humanity has languished. Uh, meeting such a being will be a surreal experience for mages. Uh, this is a being that will look at them with pity, but ultimately not lift a finger to aid their fallen cousins. There was a pretty good early X-Files episode where Mulder encounters a Neanderthal in the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Uh, there are theories as well that Bigfoot sightings are really Neanderthals. This idea that uh, prehistoric subspecies could still walk among us is far-fetched, but plausible for a World of Darkness or a Chronicles of Darkness game. If humans have souls and spirits, then surely their evolutionary precursors do too. What would happen if a Promethean Ulgin, a lineage that originates near the Altai Mountains, is torn apart and recreated by uh, Denisovan spirits? In Wraith the Oblivion, it is unlikely that any Denisovans have survived the five maelstroms to present day. But perhaps their specters have. These primal nephrax will be bizarre and changed, but their deep voices will cut directly to the core human element of a wraith, taunting them with their most base passions. This has been a secret frequency from Darker Days Radio. If you'd like to find more of our work in horror gaming, check out darker-days.org. If you'd like to get in contact with us, check out our link tree, linktree uh, slash darkerdaysradio, or send us an email at darkerdaysradio at gmail.com. And until our next secret frequency, good night, good luck, and stay safe out there.